The Washington Commanders finish a miserable season, 38-10 against their division rival, the Dallas Cowboys. Here's our instant reaction. Let's go. Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Ref the District's instant reaction after the Washington Commanders capped off an ugly season, losing to their division rival, 38-10, at home with, again, poor clock management. Just poor offense, poor defense. I get, Stoner, that we were starting some awful people. Not awful mm. people. They're good people. But the players, <laughs> the caliber of players that Washington mm -hmm. was putting out there mm -hmm. was obviously lesser than the caliber of players Dallas was playing. Sure. Of course, this is here on Ref the District, part of the Believe Network. And the Washington Commanders had sat quite a few players. Dallas playing for the number two seed. And they're playing like it too. 38 to 10, just dominating from start to finish, both this game and the Thanksgiving game that Washington played them. At any point, like we were excited in the beginning. Okay. Washington was kind of keeping up and having fun, and the mm -hmm. offense was moving. They're going on fourth down, they're making their go for it. They get a mm -hmm. blocked kick, and you your players you haven't heard from all season are making plays, and things were exciting. And then things just snowballed out of hand with Sam's house interceptions with mm -hmm. the Dallas Cowboys continuing just to move the ball and scoring seemingly at will. Why were we so enthralled with the game that most fans just wanted Washington to lose? I don't know. It's, it's kind of the same thing every week that especially this year, but it's been the same way for many years. We're, we're just excited when we, we see our team out there. We only got 17 chances per year, and that's on a year where you don't make the playoffs, which is most years. So you just want to kind of get your team out there and hope that they win, and you want to see effort, and you want to see accountability. You want to see guys doing things that maybe give you hope for next year or the continuing years. So it's just kind of that, that microcosm of what this team – and what the season has all been about, it, you know, you get real excited early on in the game and good things are happening. And then it just kind of falls apart in the same way that it always does. Yeah. And, and this game was, was absolutely a microcosm of the whole season. It was, you're right. It's exactly how the whole season went. Washington up early two and O to yeah. start the season. And then everything falls apart. You've got good Sam Howell play in the kind of the middle and then disastrous play towards the end. Yeah. Terry, Terry McLaurin did get his thousand yards. So kudos he to did. him in our live stream, our play by play and commentary. People said that was kind of a sad victory. Sure. What, you know, you're agreeing with them now, but what do we tell people when it comes to, you know, this is what we get to celebrate. Cause we can't celebrate wins, right? But we can celebrate an achievement that is first in our franchise history. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, in 25 years, when you look back at this and when you pass on your fandom to future generations and, and you can talk to them about you were there when Terry McLaurin got his fourth consecutive thousand yard seasons. And does it really mean anything, especially to this season? It doesn't mean anything, but it's a personal accomplishment for a good guy, a good player, someone who's going to eventually be in the ring of honor, somebody we all respect. And so it was just, it's a small victory and it wasn't really that big of a deal. It had no effect on the game, on the season, 
on the future or anything, but it's just something, it's just a personal achievement and you're happy for Terry to be able to do it. But yeah, it has no effect on, on what this team is or where they're going or anything like that. Small victory. You got to take those little victories here and there. And and a four win season, you absolutely have to do that. And it did come in the second to last offensive play for Washington. Mm. You can tell coming out in that last drive, they were absolutely just planning to force feed him until he got thousand. He does it in the first play, a little quick wide receiver screen, and he turned on the Jets, able to get that the yardage that he needed. He ended up with the thousand and two. The accomplishment, by the way, a lot of people want to poo-poo on thousand yards. You know, less than thirty players in the NFL have reached a thousand yards, so it's not like I, I understand the average over the course of a seventeen-yard season might not be exciting, but not. Not every player is doing that. So for Terry McLaurin to do that with what had been very abysmal offensive play over the last few uh, weeks, I mean, you got to remember, it wasn't too long ago. He had a goose egg, a double goose egg. So big, big deal for Terry McLaurin. You can tell he was happy with it. And this is something, like you said, when you years from now, when you look back on it, Nobody's going to really remember much of it, but they're going to see that he had a thousand yard season and that stuff plays big when you're talking about hall of fame type stuff, when you're talking about all pros and everything like that, he might not be there this season, but it was a big accomplishment for him. You talked about stoner, some of the players that might be exciting for next year, Ron Mm -hmm. Rivera assumed to not be here next year. Which players are you excited about next year under a new regime? Hmm. Well, I guess some of that also depends on if they get signed or re-signed, which are guys who have expiring contracts that I would like to see back. Are are they all pro players, anything like that? No, but do you want Cam Curl back? Of course you do. Do you want Khalid Hudson to maybe continue to develop? I think so. Do you want to see guys like uh, uh, Quan Martin and Forbes? I'm not excited about, but you know, that was a rookie year and and maybe he can get a little bit better with the proper coaching. So there are guys like that. I'm excited about Brian Robinson as he continues to develop. I'm excited to see Sam Cosme get in scraps with Micah Parsons on the other side, things like that. Um, So that's probably the most of the guys who are out there because all those other guys, there were so many guys who have been here for so little time that they're not even in the commander's website on their Mm -hmm. roster. And we had to look them up and say, who's this guy? Who's Chandler? Who's Whitaker? Who's uh, Kelly? Kelly, yeah. Who's Harris or which Harris is? Yeah. This a lot of, Harris. lot of practice squad, practice yeah. squad guys. A lot of guys who weren't on the initial 53 or even the initial practice squad were yeah. showing up for this game. And I think that speaks to Ron Rivera's tenure here in Washington, bearing the lead a little bit on two fronts. Uh, let's start with Ron Rivera. This is assumed to be his last game. What yeah. legacy does he leave with a game, a blowout loss as his last game? Well, I, I think there's a couple. I think, of course, we all know what he's gone through personally in terms of when he got here and what he had to deal with off the field, not just with his personal life, with his battling cancer, but also with what was going on with this organization. And he got here, and then you had the uh, the whole COVID issue for an entire year and with players. And he had uh, players who had, were in car accidents and who had close people to them die, you know, in Montana's Montez Sweat's brother and 
Jeremy Reeves' girlfriend and uh, sorry, it wasn't Jeremy Reeves. Was it Jeremy Reeves? I've already no, it wasn't. Um, he no longer on the team, and I'm I'm spacing. You see, we're names. spacing on his name, yeah. right? But you know, he had to deal with all that personally, and then professionally, he had he was the guy who said, "I want all the control." And if you are the guy who wants all of the control, then you get all of the blame. And he could never figure out the quarterback position. He could never figure out how to protect the quarterback. He couldn't stop anything defensively. And so there was just all of that. Did he leave this organization? When I say organization, I mean the Washington Commanders. Did he leave it better than when he found it? And this may not be popular, but I believe he did. Did he leave this football team in a better place than when he got it? Of course not. He got here, and the team was so bad, they had the number two overall pick. And he said it's going to take a few years to develop, and after four years, they're so bad, they're going to get the number two pick again. And that's really his legacy here in Washington. Yeah, big big uh, parallels between this season and that season. It was a three-win season. They ended it against the Dallas Cowboys in a blowout mm. loss. This mm. one's a four-win season ended in a uh, Cowboys blowout loss here for the Commanders. Yeah. Number two pick in both of those. Washington securing it after some of the games have gone their way. And if you want to bet on who is going to be that pick at number two, you can head over to bet online. They have all of your betting wagering news and info right there at your fingertips. NFL playoffs. You got the NBAs. You've got the college uh, championship game going to be played and you can get your info at bet online. Of course, you can use the code believe to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So make sure you put that in B L E A V for a little special thing for you Bet online where the game starts second overall pick. I talked about people wanting that tank uh, to be what they're going to. That's what people were cheering on for the team. They wanted their team to lose to get the number two overall pick. We couldn't do that. But now that we got the number two overall pick locked up, Stoner, how excited are you? Yeah, I'm I'm really excited about that. But like you said, no matter what they were going to end up picking, they could get whoever they wanted because they are pretty high in the draft so they can make some moves. But yeah, having the number two overall pick does mean that if there is a quarterback that you want who's uh, rumored to be the top guys. It depends. It's all going to play out here in the next few months. But if you're a Caleb guy and you fear that somebody's going to move up to one to get Caleb, then you move up to one and you don't have to give up too much because you're already at two. Uh, but if you're not a Caleb guy and you're a Drake May guy, then you just sit tight and you take Drake May. And if you're not a Drake May guy and you're a Jaden Daniels guy, you'll take him at two as well. Or who's ever at one may not take Caleb Williams, maybe they're a Drake May guy. You got to let it all play out. But what they will do, I guarantee it, is they will end up taking a quarterback, regardless if they stay at two or move up to one or even drop back. They're taking a quarterback. They have to. We we all know that. It would be irresponsible. We've said this for three years. It would be irresponsible if they don't. Yeah, Sam House played not, uh, again, not good enough. Washington with that number two overall pick. Several weeks of draft talk are ahead of us. We're going to have plenty of information on draft profiles and different players, not just at the number two overall pick, but also who they can pick, you know, within that top 100. 
five picks within the top 100 is what Washington mm -hmm. has and six picks within the top 106. So Washington really could bounce back with a new coach and a new QB. Don't laugh it off. You just saw this in Houston with DeMarco Ryans and CJ Stroud. Why not Washington to give a call back to Eric <laughs> and me at the start of the season seems so long ago. And now weeks away from the draft hours away from finding out who or finding out that we are coachless and GMless and everything else that we expect. We'll bring you all of that news as it happens right here on ref the district. And you can catch us live to join the conversation on Wednesdays, seven 30 Eastern in the evening. Lots of fun to be had with that. This is our last instant reaction of the year, but we'll be back next season with plenty of content as well. But until next time, uh, well, off season is here. It's finally here. Let's let's do it right this time. Be a fan. <laughs>